Hey everyone, I'm Sarah James, a beauty blogger and self-help aficionado. And I'm Kristen Howerton, a writer and psychotherapist. And you are listening to Selfie, a weekly podcast about two women trying to tackle better self-care. We are both of the opinion that self-care is important, and yet we find it elusive. And while we may have all the info we need, we don't always get there. From the silly to the serious, we are taking a vulnerable yet humorous look at body, mind, and spirit. And maybe a touch of the random, all while looking at the distractions and defenses that keep us from caring for ourselves like we should. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode. We're going to be talking about anxiety today, which if you're unfamiliar, is the feeling of anxiousness or kind of dread the day after one drinks alcohol. And you guys, it's a thing. Well, it's a thing that there's, you know, more and more is being written on this. And it seems to be a real um, new area of research and interest and just this idea that um, drinking can really increase your anxiety, both in the short term, like having a night where you overdo it, and in the long term. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. We're going to do it. But we got to do an update. I mean, I haven't spoken to you, Kristen, since before the holidays. I know. It's so true. We have not we have not talked to each other at all. I mean, you went to Japan. You were just in Austin. So, I mean, you're just going to have to give me all, all the scoop. I will. Well, yes, I took my children to Tokyo, which was, um, it was amazing. It was a really good trip, but it was really hard, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like there are some trips that are vacations, and that's where you maybe you're sitting on a beach or you're having happy hours and Mai Tais, you know? <laughs> right. And then there's trips that are travel, and, and those trips are, you know, you are hitting the sites every day, you're in a new city, like you're, you know, or a new area, and you're trying to fit things in. And that's really what this trip was. It was travel. It was, we only really had four and a half days. Which is crazy. Because that, I, I would imagine that would just fly by. There's so many things you want to see when you're in Japan. It did fly by, but I have to say this. I had a lot of people be like, that's not enough time, or like, that's, you know, why would you even do that? And right. like, I'm here in defense of the short trip. <laughs> because... Well, first of all, especially to a city like Tokyo, right. it's insanely crowded. You know, yeah. I mean, yes. it's heavily, densely populated. Um, everywhere that we wanted to see in the city of Tokyo. Now, this is not true of all of Japan, but in Tokyo, where we were, you know, everything was overcrowded. And I mean, even walking down certain streets like Harajuku Street mm-hmm. just was crazy. And so I feel like four and a half days was about all we could handle without like losing our crap on each other. Oh, totally. Yeah. No, you know, yeah. and and our sleep was rough because we were all in one hotel room. Mm. So, you know, the first person awake kind of wakes up everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're getting the lowest common denominator of sleep of all five people. Mm-hmm. And we all have jet lag. So we're all waking up in the middle of the night or waking up at weird times. So we were sleep deprived and it was crowded. Now, all that to say it was a great trip, but I think we saw, I mean, you know me, I'm a three. I researched Tokyo. I knew exactly what I wanted to see. Right. And we were able to see everything that I wanted to see in those four days. Okay. That's totally promising. Yeah. Now, granted, I I had everything lined up by neighborhood and subway stop. Well, of course you know, she did. I mean, I of was- course she did. I was taskmaster. I was like, okay, we're doing this in the morning. Then we have time for a very short nap. Then we're doing this in the evening, you know. 
I ran us pretty hard. Yeah. Um, but it was really enjoyable. I, I enjoyed Tokyo. It's not a city I would have chosen. We went really because my nephew was performing there. Right. Um, but I really liked it. I loved that experience of my kids seeing a totally different and new culture. Um, it was just really special. Oh, I'm just, I was watching your Instagram stories and looking at your photos because, you know, that's Derby, my son's number one place that he wants to go visit. So, I mean, he was just like, why didn't we go? (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know. Now, Japan, so Tokyo, is it almost like a full day ahead of us in time? Yes. That's, Uh so was the jet lag really bad or was it like you just kind of skipped a day? Um, no, it was still pretty bad. It no, was. I'm sorry. They're not a full day ahead of us. It's it's flip flopped. It's completely flip flopped. So it's 12 oh, hours. Uh, I think. Oh, so like the worst jet lag. You, the very jet-log-y. worst. Oh wow. The worst for jet lag. Yeah. So, you know, it, yeah, it was it was rough there. And then all of us took about a week to get back to the time zone here without waking up in the middle of the night. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Are so you feeling rough. Are you feeling good now? I mean, like back on. Yes. Schedule. Well. Yes and no, because as you mentioned, that I shortly after Tokyo, I came home. I had basically three days, one of which was an all day birthday party for my son. (laughs) Of course it was. Yeah. And then um, I left for Texas for a retreat that I do with my girlfriend. We do it every year at the beginning of the year. There are six of us. And we actually, we shared a conversation. Um, that we had on that trip last year um, as one of our podcasts, which I'll link up to in the show notes. But we get together, we talk about all of our life problems, we talk about all of our occupational problems, we cheerlead each other, we kick ass, (laughs) we confront. It's, It's just like this amazing but vulnerable and sometimes intense but sometimes not gathering where we just kind of put all of our cards on the table and help each other sort them. It's like group therapy, a mega group therapy. You know, kind of. But at the same time, there are also times that we don't even talk to each other because we're all introverts. So we'll all just <laughs> retreat to a different room. <laughs> yes, I, I feel And no that. one has to explain that. Yeah, yeah. Seen a little bit. I'm going to go recharge. Bye bye. Yes, which is so amazing. Um, And there's times that we, you know, we watch the Golden Globes and we watch some TV, you know, I mean, so it's not all serious. It's it's a lot of of laughing and goofing off, too. So it sounds like a perfect mix of it all. It's amazing. But I'm tired. So good. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I was thinking about you yesterday. I was just thinking we didn't travel at all over the holidays, but we had a really full holiday season. We did a um, just because we're in the new home. We did a lot of hosting. Now that we look back, probably maybe a little bit too much the first time around. Um, But you were excited about your new house. We were. We were. Um, But I I still I still feel like I'm getting over the holiday. Like I still feel exhausted. And then I thought about you. I'm like, she went to freaking Tokyo and then turned around and went to Austin. And granted, it's with your your best friends, but still that that is a lot of energy, especially like when you're working on things with each other. Like you said, it's all, all over the boards. You've just got to be exhausted. I would be exhausted. I am exhausted and I didn't even travel. Well, I I am exhausted. And I will say in retrospect, we we flew to Tokyo the day after Christmas. Mm -hmm. And that Christmas season feel really stressful because in addition to pulling off Christmas, which with four kids is kind of a lot. Right. I also knew 
that we were leaving the next day. So we, in right. addition to all the celebrations and you know, we, we hosted probably two gatherings and went to many in addition to all of that kind of extra stuff, we were packing and planning mm-hmm. and, you know, I am, I want to leave the house clean, you know, so like, right. We took the tree down really early, you know, cause, because I didn't want to leave and come home to like, oh, Christmas is still, still laying here. around. Right. Right. So it it did really feel like a lot. And I'm not sure that I would do a travel trip like that right after Christmas again. I think I would stick to summer for a trip like that where you're really like working hard at fitting everything in. Yeah. It's just a lot. It's a lot to do. It was a lot. <laughs> like two weeks. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, speaking of Christmas, this just um, popped into my head. I think some of you, if you follow me on Instagram, might have seen this story. This happened on... Um, New Year's Day. My New Year's Day started well. I was pretty much hungover, which I knew was going to happen. It was New Year's Eve. I was very good about drinking a big glass of water in between each, you know, cocktail. But we ended up going yes. till about two in the morning, which was way too late for me. So I'm sitting there um, on my computer and Malou comes in and sits down next to me and she had ordered something from Amazon. Well, I'd ordered something for her on Amazon and asked if she could check to see when it was being delivered. And I thought, oh, oh, yeah, you know, no, no bigs, whatever. And I hand her my laptop and she's over there doing that, doing, you know, typing away, looking at something. And I'm not paying attention. And all of a sudden (laughs) she looks at me and her eyes are huge and tears are in them. And she looks like the most crestfallen person I've ever seen in my lifetime. Like, I just am like, what has just happened? And she goes, I'm I'm looking at your orders. And I, I don't understand why everything that Santa bought me, you bought it. Oh, no. Oh, I mean, tears running down her oh, face. No. She's like, I don't I don't understand. Could you please could you please explain that to me? I mean, she what just did you say? Well, thank goodness for my all my sales experience. I mean, I just like <laughs> I mean, I'm just like I just immediately jump back. I go, oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can understand why you'd be totally confused. You know, sometimes the elves get really overworked. And so we kind of have a deal with Santa. Like if he's feeling like he's behind on something, I'll help him out. And, oh my gosh. and of course, did she buy it? She totally bought it. But I think it's honestly because she she wanted to buy it. She wants to be yeah. a believer. So when I said that to her, you know, I'm sitting there holding my breath thinking what's going to be the reaction. She like grabs me and hugs me as tight as she can. She goes, okay, that makes sense. I knew it. Okay. Okay. Oh. That makes sense. Okay. But I. That makes me so uncomfortable. Oh, I was so, she's only in second grade, you know, and she totally believes and yeah. I felt so bad. But anyway, when I posted this little thing, I got some good advice. And I don't know if you know, you probably know, but you can archive Amazon orders. I actually did know that. And I thought when you started the story, I thought it was going to end with her seeing some kind of a sex toy or vibrator <laughs> in your Amazon history. <laughs> you know, so... I would much rather it have been a sex toy or a vibrator than like, <laughs> then... you are Santa. You are Santa. Santa. That she seems to be... She seems to be believing me, but I now I have now learned about Amazon archiving. I have archived yes. it all. And of course, what she saw was her Barbie dream house, which, yes, I want to go ahead and admit that to everyone that I bought my daughter the ginormous plastic 2018 Barbie dream house, which I had no 
idea how large this thing was. It is way larger than the old ones because it oh, was the, really it's oh Kristen it is huge it is taking up half her room Dustin is having a coronary he's like oh I'm sure I mean, he's just like that cannot be in this house but the the, the the most ironic thing about that Barbie dream house is that <laughs> the roof it's made of solar panels I mean it's like this huge plastic monstrosity but the roof solar panels oh I'm my like, gosh yeah. it's green that's oh, yeah. hilarious it's, it's, uh, it's quote unquote green so I um so that's what she saw on the Amazon list I said you know it was just the elves could not get it all together I mean it's just such an enormous thing and so I just you know helped out I'm just laughing so hard at the vision of Dustin coming oh. to terms with this plastic oh. mess living in this new house he just designed Oh, it's horrible. It won't it it we have to put it at the foot of her bed. So when you which her bed faces the door. So when you walk into her room, you are immediately greeted with this gigantic disgusting Barbie dream house. There's front and center. Front and center. Here you go. This is what she has. We've told I her love that. when she cools off a little bit it's going to go down in the game room in the basement. But right <laughs> now, you know, she's so in love with it. I can't believe so I gave funny. in, but it's like she, it was the only thing on her list. I mean, what do you do when it's the only thing on a Christmas you, list? You have to. Ugh. I mean, it's just this brings me a little bit of joy because I remember when my kids, my kids are a little older than yours. Right. And I remember there was a stage where, you know, my kids were maybe like six and eight and Malou was like four and you could still get away with, you know, the knit dolls and the organic clothes. <laughs> from J. Crew, and you know it was a little bit yes. before she had some agency and like you would yes. come over and my girls would dress Malou up in like polyester oh. costumes oh, yeah. oh yes and you would be mortified and I, I would. would be like oh just wait just wait just and wait I think those days are still she considers the best days of her lives because she would go over there and get all of her like <laughs> polyester highly flammable garments on and running around just totally. like this is heaven I love the Howerton's house I love you guys oh, yeah yeah, because well, I had given in. I think I probably had a Barbie dream house. At the, I actually think I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think you did. And maybe that <laughs> yeah. just stuck with her all this time. But yeah, she has no, uh, I have welcome. no choice in clothing anymore. She wears sweatpants and a sweatshirt and a ball cap on backwards every day to yep. school. And so thank you, whoever, someone actually in our Facebook community group recommended, because she has some sensory stuff, everything's itchy and blah, blah, blah. So they um, introduced me to primary.com, which is just great, tagless, cute clothing that's just everything solid in all different colors. Yeah, it's really plain. So super plain. So she just picks one color of uh, sweatpants, one color of a sweatshirt, and her pink baseball cap on backwards every day. Little tomboy. Well, this is not really part of our update. It's right here and now that this morning, I took a shirt that my youngest daughter wears constantly and I hid it because I'm so tired. I hate it. What is it? What does it and look it, like? Okay. It's striped, which what fine. Yeah. But it, it has a giant fur applique of a flamingo across the entire front of it fur pink flamingo and it's striped and yesterday she wore it so try to imagine this navy and white stripes with a pink flamingo she wore it with red and black plaid pants oh wow wow yes yes so mm -hmm. this is the girl who needs solids because she can't match things and yeah. i just this shirt she's constantly wearing it with like the wrong thing and it just 
it's weird and it's kind of weirdly stretched out. I It's one of those things where it's like, where did this come from? Like, I know I didn't buy this. Was it a gift? Maybe it was a gift. I have no idea. I'm Hand sorry if someone is listening that I know and you gave her this fur <laughs> flamingo shirt. Somebody's feelings are really hurt right now. Well, I was going to really throw, just throw it away because I do that all the time. Oh, yeah. But then I think she, that might end in like a frantic search. So I'm just going to hide it and then find it if she like throws a fit. That's a good idea. But fingers Hide crossed it. she forgets. Hide we'll it. See. And then after seven days, bye-bye. Yeah. Good, goodwill. See you later. We'll see. Um. So, oh, I, I would like to say, I want everyone to know, what is the date today? We are recording this on January 10th. January 10th. It is January 10th. And I have made my bed every morning for <gasps> 10 days. Thank you. Thank nice. you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of myself. But then, of course, someone had to post on the Facebook group. Did you see the article they posted about how you actually should make your bed because all the dust mites and things like live in your sheets in the darkness and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why is someone raining on my parade? I just want to make my bed. Um, I'm not listening. I don't. I'm not paying no, attention. No, I don't. I, I don't want to hear that. Well, I've. I have made none of my resolutions thus far because I immediately went to Texas with my girlfriend. So, of course, we ate all the foods. We yes. drank all the alcohol. Yes. Um. You know, I mean, I didn't make my bed there. So I am. This is my January 1st today. Yeah. today. Well, that makes I mean, it really is, though, because now you're back home. I'm back. Um. I am actually doing a dry January, which was not one of my resolutions. But I am because I did so much drinking over the holidays. And I have to say 10 days in, I have not craved it at all. Like, I mean, I, I literally, even New Year's Eve, like I told you, got, like I said to you, that I was kind of drinking water in between each cocktail. Like I didn't want, even New Year's Eve, I didn't want to be drinking because it was just like my body was done with the alcohol and it still is. And I still feel like everyone's like, how do you, do you feel great? And I'm like, actually, I kind of feel like crap. Maybe I should be drinking every night. <laughs> well, I mean, we're going to get to this in a minute, but there's a reason that you're feeling like to crap. Totally. Since you just started. Yes, but I'm a. I did it with a group of people, and I'm here to say I'm the only person who is still doing it. Everyone else <laughs> has failed. Every That's single funny. person has failed. Some people on day five, and trust me, you know me. I'm so competitive and super smug. So I have been rubbing it in these people's faces every day. Oh, I'm, yeah, like, I'm sure. Oh, you by have. the way, one more day that I'm not drinking. Too bad you drank beer on the fifth, loser. <laughs> so funny. Well, I mean, if you knew your success rate was going to be so high, you should have like made it a bet or something. No. Could have gotten what some money. What was I doing? What was I thinking? I know. I know. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Well, before we get to our two thumbs up, um, I want to remind listeners that we now have a way for you to leave us voice messages, to ask us any burning questions you have, to ask us for advice. Um, it is at speakpipe.com. So speakpipe like waterpipe.com, and then you put in slash selfie podcast, you can leave us a quick voice message. You can say your name or not. It could be anonymous. Yeah. Um, but we would love to chat with you guys and then feature your questions on the air. So if that's of interest, go over there. Definitely. And then we also have to remind you, if you are not, please come join us in our Facebook community. We, it has been 
quite a month in there, Sarah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. It we really have has. talked about a lot of things. Yes. Bras for teenagers. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Good oh. recommendations there. The passive-aggressive mother-in-law. Oh my gosh, that was such oh. a good conversation. Oh, gosh, that was okay, a lot. That was a good conversation. And then there was a, a conversation, and I actually started it, about people who are not in full contact with some of their family. Yes. And that was like, I mean, I I was like crying reading the responses. I'm like, I feel so less alone. Seriously. It was, those were amazing responses. Uh That was a good conversation. Um, There was a very enlightening conversation about other people's product management apps. Like I thought Uh I knew them all and. Did not. I did not. Mm -hmm. I did not. I did not. Mm -mm. Creative ideas for ladies night in. That was a fun one. That was cute. I like that one. What you do with your girlfriends when they come over. Yeah, there were a lot of good stuff. Oh, CBD oil. I mean, of course, everyone's talking about CBD oil right now. Okay, that was a huge conversation. That was really Mm, fascinating, too. It was. I feel like I learned so much. I'm like, this is just like, bring it on. Bring in the information. I really love that Facebook group. It feels like the old time like message boards, you know, when you first got online. It totally does. It's Reddit. Yes, it is. Except nicer. It's nicer than Reddit. It's it's way nicer than Reddit. (laughs) We also have a very kind podcast review from Melissa B6381 on iTunes. She said, great hosts, fun topic. I love your friendship and on-air chemistry, ladies. Looking forward to getting to know you. So thank you guys to all of you who have rated us on um, podcasts. If you have not, we would love a rating because it helps other people find us. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Okay, so it's time for two thumbs up. I feel like we haven't done this in so long. I know. Okay, well, my first one with going with another resolution. I mean, I don't know. I know I'm only 10 days in guys, but I'm just like, I'm killing it right now. I actually read a book from cover to cover without reading another book in the interim. Like I actually focused on one book. You guys, I know. Who am I? Who is this person? Mm -mm. Um, Cersei. Have you heard about Cersei? I have not. Uh, is it fiction? It is. It's fiction. And I loved it. It's about um, the goddess Circe from Greek mythology. So anybody out there who was like really a Greek mythology nerd growing mm-hmm. up is going to love this. But it's done in a, such a relatable way. It's a story of her life. And it is so good. It had me just completely like up late nights, waking up early in the morning. I'm so sad. It's over. So I highly recommend it. It's Circe. It's spelled C-I-R-C-E. Interesting. Lovely book. I just started The Snow Child, by the way, which I'm just loving that too. Who am I? Like I said, I don't know. I'm a fiction reader. I don't drink alcohol and I make my bed every morning. I'm a whole... You're going to like stop wearing makeup next. Oh, it's kind of funny you mentioned because I'm not wearing makeup right now and I'm not really planning on it because my skin looks horrible. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Uh horrible, like horrible. This must be alcohol detox. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Okay, so that's that. Second one that I want to tell you guys about is something that my mother gave me as a gift for Christmas. And I'm obsessed. I am, I like um, delinting things. I like shaving sweaters. It's kind of, it's kind of relaxing and meditative to me. Isn't it? So I have like one of those typical ones that's battery operated. You turn it on. Yeah. This thing, have you heard of the gleaner? The gleaner? No. Uh The gleaner ultimate fuzz remover. (laughs) No, but I love the name. (laughs) Thank you. I do too. So it is a handheld 
little deal. It's not it's not electric. It doesn't have battery operated. It's just this handheld device. It has three different heads, like a fine and a medium and like a strong that you attach to it. And the other side is like a lint picker upper. So like depending on what kind of sweater, where it's like a finely knit or if it's like a big chunky sweater, you change the heads on it and it makes everything so smooth. Kind of looks like a razor. It does. It, it it acts like a razor. The, thank you. That's so descriptive of you. Thank you. It does look like a big razor. And it works way better than my little, you know, battery-operated one. And I'm in love with it. I don't know why my mom thought to get me that, but I love her for it because I use it all the time. Like, I actually I, find sweaters to shave. <laughs> <laughs> I need Loser. one of those. I have a sofa that needs, like... It would work on a the sofa. Shave. Yes. You know? That's, yes. It does that. It does like pet hair on um, the yeah. other side. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You nice. guys should look into it. It's 19 bucks on Amazon. Not bad. Yeah. All right. One of my recommendations comes from something I gave my kids for Christmas. So my boys, I have two teenage boys. They are very active. And I've been trying, you know, t- I they wear deodorant and I give them natural deodorant and they're convinced that the natural doesn't work and then they go to their dad's house where they have the regular and they're convinced that works and the natural deodorant doesn't work now i'm convinced that what doesn't work is the fact that they don't wash their armpits (laughs) you know like i listen we can't work miracles around your hygiene habits exactly that's another story valid point so there's this new line of natural deodorant that's made just for men which I'm actually a little bit bummed about because I would like to use it, but it's it's targeted as a sports deodorant. They've got a bunch of athletes that are like p- shilling it, yeah. Which of course I can't name any of them because I don't. But they're like <laughs> yes. famous athletes. I don't know athletes. Yes, thank you. Athlete like real athletes that my boys would recognize. And what's great about their marketing is that there's nothing that states it's a natural deodorant, but oh. it is aluminum free. Really. Yes. So it's AOS, Art of Sport, natural deodorant for men. It's made with matcha. um, And they also have body washes and soaps that are really good. But so I gave my boys these deodorants in their stocking. Of course, I didn't say, hey, this is a natural one. Right. So they're like, thank goodness, real deodorant, you know. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Santa. Seriously. And it totally works. It's And they smell really good. Well, you should try it. You should try it. Well, no, they're kind of like... They're male scents. Oh, like they're super male scents. male scents? Yeah, they are. Okay. I mean, they're nice, though. You know, they don't smell like Axe Body Spray. They smell more like natural, like cedar and sandalwood. I'm, mm. like, really impressed with this brand. And they're, I think that a stick of deodorant was, like, 8 or $9. So it's more expensive than Target, but mm-hmm. it smells good. It works. And they're, they are completely fooled. That okay. they're using some like really awesome sport, like specific sport deodorant because such and such basketball player was on the cover, you know. Okay, I might get that for Derby. It's it's great. I really like it. Okay, like it. And then my other thumbs up is I have switched my grocery delivery service. I used to use Prime Now. Uh-huh. And then I was just finding, at least in my area, and I think this varies from area area but like they had phased out a couple stores and they were really pushing towards whole foods as yes yeah the storage for you to buy from which i just find too spendy and like they have all these amazing things at whole foods but then they won't have like butter lettuce or you know yeah 
like some of the basic stuff. So I switched over to Instacart. I've never heard of this. Yeah, I I had heard other people talk about it. And I don't know why I'd never tried it. I thought like, oh, I guess it's not in my area or something. Mm-hmm. But you it's similar to Prime now, but it has way more stores to choose from. So last week, well, before I left, I shopped from Ralph's on Instacart. Uh-huh. And then this week I shopped from Aldi, which is like a super random store that we have out here. I know they have them in other places, but the one out here isn't real close to me, but they still deliver to my house. And like, I got everything. So you can just pick from a different store each week. Can you combine stores or just one store? You can't combine stores, but whenever you go to shop, you just pick what store you're shopping from that day. I wonder if they have that in Oklahoma. I I'm think look it's it up. everywhere. Really? See, that's in the... fact. I'm pretty sure they actually deliver from um, Costco now too. We're getting our first Costco here in Oklahoma City, and let me tell you, I'm very excited. You don't have one? We have Sam's. We've always had Sam's okay. here, um, but no, there's a Costco going up right now. And I'm like, people in Oklahoma City, you don't even know what you're getting into. It is so much better than Sam's. People don't know the difference. I'm like, oh, there's so much organic stuff. It's just amazing. I'm so excited. Okay. I pulled up my Instacart. So for my zip code, they do Costco. They do Ralph's, Stater Brothers, Aldi, Sprouts, Smart and Final, Total Wine, Gelson's, CVS, Petco, and like a couple other wow. places. Oh, they even do Whole Foods, Sam Clubs, Pavilions, Albertsons, Bevmo, Sur La Table. So you can choose a lot of stores. See, the grocery delivery is still the final frontier for me. I haven't even done it. Like I haven't really considered it. I kind of feel like <sighs> grocery shopping is like my debt to society. It's like I still got to get out there and be amongst the people. But I'm getting oh, really, really close. I hate it. Oh, I, I I don't like it. I don't love it. I always go though. I mean, I'm, I'm a Monday morning. Like I have three places I go. I go right after I drop off my kids. I will not step foot into any grocery store after 10 a.m. because it's too many people and I get it's just too much. But totally. But wow, it would be nice just to have it delivered. <laughs> well, and let me tell you another thing I like about the delivery is that. You know, you can look at your past purchases, Yeah, which makes it so... F- I mean, oh, yeah. you know, if you go to the grocery store, you're going to be in there for 45 uh, minutes. Yes. I mean, you can like open past pur- purchases, click, 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 click. Yeah. You're done in like 10 or 15 minutes. I like that. Yeah. Then if they could just like sync up with my Alexa app, my shopping list... Oh, there's got to be a way. We're, I, You know what? We're going to research a way and we're going to talk it. about it in the podcast. All right. Also, Sarah, I am going to, in the show notes, link up. I have a $10 off coupon code. I'm going to link it up and you should, you should use it. I'm going to use it. I'm going to, I'm going to try it once to see how it goes. If they have it in Oklahoma. I think you're never going to go back. All right. Well, we have a quick sponsor to talk about. We are huge fans of Outdoor Voices. We've talked about them before. They are a purveyor of amazing workout clothes. They believe that harder, faster, stronger is not always necessarily better. So they designed their gear for doing things, being active and having fun with it. You know, I am so on board with this philosophy. I have been doing my walks. I've been doing them for quite some time now. And I always do it with my favorite little outdoor voices doing things hat, my little blue hat. You always have that hat on in your Insta stories. I know I need to like, um, wash it maybe (laughs) so outdoor voices encourages living happier healthier more sustainable lives through daily exercise of any form it's really more about getting out there and trying than setting a record 
Yeah, and they really do have great out um, workout clothes. You have been trying to get me on this wagon for a long time, and I'm happy to say I'm in. They have gear for everything. They're engineered for performance and designed for fun. Um, they have a fabric for every kind of activity. So I'm a fan of their textured compression um, fabric because it hugs and sculpts and supports you when you're hiking or jogging or walking. But then they also have a Tech Sweat TM, which is a cool to the touch material that wicks sweat and keeps you dry when you're doing high intensity workouts. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of their muscle tees. I love to wear those with their leggings. And yeah, the warm up leggings are my favorite. I have tons of different colors. I've pretty much replaced all of my workout gear with outdoor voices. You have. I really have. So we've got a great deal for you guys. For 20% off your first order of $100 or more, visit outdoorvoices.com slash outdoor selfie and enter the promo code outdoor selfie. Once again, Go to OutdoorVoices.com slash OutdoorSelfie and enter the promo code OutdoorSelfie for 20% off your first order of $100 or more. All right, let's talk about hangxiety. Oh my gosh, this is so, this is such a thing. When I started researching it, I didn't, I didn't know it was a thing, first of all. Like I just thought maybe I was a little weird that I felt super anxious the day after I drank. Um, Mm -hmm. And let me just clarify, not like, oh, did I do something weird? Did I get wasted? I mean, nothing like that. Just like kind of waking up with that fear and that panicky feeling, that dreadful feeling that something really bad is going to happen. And I had it several times over this break. And like I said, I was drinking more than I usually do. We had so we 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 hosted four four gatherings. And then, you know, the other nights we were out and about. And um, so I was definitely drinking more than usual. But I found like there was one day afterwards where I mean, I was just I was panic attack level, just thinking of the most (laughs) irrational thoughts, just completely irrational thoughts, but just consumed that something horrible was going to happen. And I'm like, what is going on with me? Obviously, I have anxiety. I've had anxiety since I was a little girl, but it was just really, really weird. And then I started thinking about the break. And I'm like, that's so funny that the three days that I felt really anxious had been days after I drank. So I went on a little went down a little rabbit hole, not too far, but just kind of I just put in like, you know, anxiety after drinking. And I was like, whoa, I mean, there's just, you know, medical studies and these articles about what exactly happens with the body. I mean, is this something you experience? You know, what's interesting is I, you know, I have an anxiety disorder and I am prone to panic. And so I have not tracked that. Mm -hmm. But I'm curious. I'm curious to track it. Although I'm also not curious because I don't want to (laughs) like drink and then cause myself this. Yeah. So one of the things I have been wanting to stop or at least reduce my drinking is because and I don't drink that much. You know, I probably have a drink every couple of nights. But someone had mentioned to me in regards to my insomnia that, you know, even just one drink can interrupt your sleep cycle. Mm hmm. And can really affect your sleep cycle. So that is considered to be one of the reasons that drinking can also make you more prone to anxiety because anxiety and sleep are very related. Yes. Um, So that is that's one of the things you don't get like the REM. Your REM is diminished. I think that's what I read. So I was going to stop drinking just to see if it improved my sleep. But now I'm also going to be seeing what it does with my, you know, 
being mindful of how it affects my anxiety too. But there are a couple other reasons that a night of drinking can make you more prone to anxiety the next day. Um, One is dehydration, you know, because alcohol is a diuretic. Um, So the dehydration can cause headaches and dizziness and all of that kind of physical sensation can increase your likelihood of feeling anxious. Yes. And heart rate. It increases the heart rate, which, of course, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like one of those sayings was the chicken or the egg. But lots of times when your heart rate increases, that can get you feeling more anxious just because your heart's beating faster. Oh, absolutely. Well, and then one of the articles that we read, and we'll link up to the articles that we um, have been looking at in terms of anxiety, is some people can mistake that increased heart rate that you feel after drinking as a heart attack, Mm. which is, you know, I mean, many, many people when they have a panic attack feel like they're having a heart attack. Yes, exactly. And so, you know, that makes a ton of sense that like that day that you're talking about where you woke up feeling like you were in a panic. Yeah. It might be because your heart was racing and then your brain took note. Yeah. And that's another thing I read. It There's so many chemicals in the brain that are affected by alcohol. Yes. You know, it's like you get the dopamine when you're, you know, feeling good, getting that buzz, mm-hmm. hanging with your friends, like the dopamine shoots up, which of course... That's the buzz. That's why you feel so good. But then when it drops back down, sometimes it can even go like below baseline. And that's where you have those negative feelings. Um, Well, and and I'm going to talk about the dopamine for a minute because, you know, I did used to work in a rehab and, you know, what people do, whether it's because they're feeling anxious or they can't deal with reality or they're feeling depressed is the reason that we use, the reason that we would get drunk or use drugs or do, do something else to zone out is because that dopamine gives us that momentary, momentary feeling of comfort yes. and feeling of, you know, everything's okay. But then the problem is, you know, your body doesn't have unlimited reserves of dopamine. <laughs> exactly. And so when you shoot all of it out at once, sure, it feels totally great. But then on the other end of it, you do dip. You tend to dip. And that's why, you know, I mean, obviously, we're not here talking about crystal meth, but but crystal meth, for example, you know, that sends out so much dopamine that people who are in recovery from crystal meth addiction will not return to normal levels of dopamine for up to six months. Oh, that's insane. So it's really serious when you when you are you know, chasing after that dopamine hit of drugs or alcohol, it Mm -hmm. it does work. Mm -hmm. But then the next day, you are back to a lower place. It seems to do the same with serotonin. It does the same with GABA, which, you know, you and I both have used uh, benzodiazepine during panic attacks like Xanax Mm -hmm. or what have you to help calm us down. Well, alcohol kind of does the same thing. It does affect so many different chemicals in the brain. Absolutely. So, you know, we're talking about anxiety, which is really that you can feel more anxious the day after a night of drinking. But it's also it's also likely that prolonged drinking can either bring on or increase an anxiety disorder. So it's really both. And it's it's that short term next day thing. And it's also that prolonged over overuse of alcohol if you're drinking just a little bit too much. Um, again, it might mask an anxiety disorder in the short term. It might make you feel relaxed at night, but it can also be making the underlying anxiety disorder worse in the long run. That was the one thing I read in everything that I looked at that was surprising to me. Most of the stuff I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And I thought, wow, it's that you could actually bring on an anxiety disorder 
from the start yep. from prolonged drinking, like not be anxious beforehand or have an anxiety disorder because of that GABA. That's that's pretty intense. I mean, I will say for the record that I don't I don't ever drink to like quell anxiety. If I'm really anxious, let me tell you, the last thing I want to do is drink for me personally, just because I like to have control over things. And it's just like the last thing I want to do. Um, I know a lot of people that have social anxiety and stuff will drink to help them just become more relaxed or whatever. But it was always so surprising to me that I was feeling this way over the holidays because it wasn't like I was drinking to like calm any anxiety. I didn't have any anxiety while I was drinking or before. It was after right. the fact. And that's, it's just, it's not, it's not something that I really had experienced before. Well, and they also say that for people who do drink to relax, mm-hmm. which I'm not really that drinker either. I usually drink like because I'm cooking and I want a glass of wine or something. Well, I, that's okay. Drinking to relax is probably not the fair way to describe that because I would say that I relax. But people who drink to reduce stress or avoid problems, those people are more prone to have anxiety-related drinking issues too. So it's kind of like that chicken and egg, you know, like these are the people who are probably going to have the rebound anxiety. Right who are already prone to anxiety disorder, which we both know that we are. Yes, absolutely. I'm super interested to see how many people experience this because when I first started researching it, I found um, a Reddit uh, in the Reddit community. It was really funny, actually, because, you know, here I am just like, is this really a thing or am I just feeling anxious? And so I started reading the responses and everybody was like, yeah, anxiety. They were all actually calling it anxiety. And then someone came on. They go, oh, yeah, that's called the fear. We call it the fear in Ireland. And then everybody else like that was in Europe going, yeah, the fear. Everybody knows what the fear is. Like, that's what they call that's it in so Europe. Interesting. The fear. So it is really prevalent. I don't know why it seems to become more prevalent now for me. And I think, like I said, it was just a lot of drinking over the holidays, you know, um, Absolutely. which prompted the dry January. But it is interesting now that I know more about it, just to think about it along those wa- lines, especially if you're drinking to try to uh, escape problems or just the fact that you just really enjoy drinking alcohol and how you could maybe possibly become anxious in the future Absolutely. because yeah. of that. <laughs> you don't want that, people. Well, it is one of those things you really have to monitor and manage, you know, and if we have listeners who are listening to this going, you know, I think I might be drinking too much or I feel like I need to, um, you know, get get a handle on this. Um, We did do an episode about that very thing. We did it with Carrie Cohen, who's the author of a memoir called Lush. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you pop into our show notes for that episode, it was episode 44. We have a number of resources for moderation management, for um, recovery, for Alcoholics Anonymous, whatever level you feel like you're needing help in. Um, we, and we will put that show into the show notes of this show as well for anyone who feels like I need a little help in this area. Yeah, that was an awesome interview. It was. was. Yeah, it was very, very helpful. And I think maybe we'll post something to the Facebook community because I'd love to hear what everybody else has to say if this is something they deal with. Absolutely. Yeah, let's get that conversation going over there as well. Thanks for joining us. Continue the self-care conversation with us over at Instagram at at Selfie Podcast. And make sure to join our uber supportive community that we love on Facebook by searching for Selfie Podcast Community. You can also visit our website to check out the resources we've talked about in each episode at selfiepodcast.com. 
Make sure to subscribe to Selfie on iTunes so that you can catch up with us next week. Special thanks to Shepherd Audio for providing our music. Take care. Take care.